Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past podcast presented by Clutch, Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Level. With me, as always, my co-host, uh, Dylan Reagan. Dylan, we're back here to make our picks for week seven of the NFL season. Some of us, a little bit more momentum than others at the moment when it comes to our picks. Um, but uh, I, I don't, we're, we're going to get to some talking points here in a second with, with certain teams. Like I think this is going to be like the, the theme of our picks this week. Like There are just certain teams that are a lot of fun to watch and then there are other teams and i'm talking about one team in particular that may be one of the most frustrating teams i've watched in years um <laughs> but we'll get to that shortly then let's start with the good stuff though because we're going to start with our game of the week and we do only have one this week and well as we go through our picks you'll see why because i don't know if there are a lot of other games that um <laughs> are necessarily game of the week uh, contenders now we know how it works there will be some that are very exciting and um, all that, but this is clearly the game of the week. That's the Chiefs on the road, three-point favorites in San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Niners coming off a disappointing loss to the Falcons. Um, Chiefs, of course, coming off the loss to the Bills, but I mean, all things considered here, Dylan, we talked about kind of the Niners' defense here recently and um, you know, banged up a little bit. The Chiefs had their chances against the Bills, but you know, the Bills finally able to get over the hump there um, in Kansas City. But now, you know, on the road, this should – I think it will be a very close game. Uh, I think the Chiefs may struggle a little bit um, coming off that game against the Bills, but I just think that they're probably the better pick here, and it's probably not ideal for the Niners, again, coming off of a, what felt like a game that they should win in Atlanta. Yeah, the Niners have had a couple of those this year and just haven't consistently played at the level that we know they're capable of. But we saw their defense due to the Rams. Um, they've You know, they lost that game to the Broncos. They've had a few of these – kind of strange ones and then you think about the Chiefs a team that at four and two could have easily lost to the Raiders a lot of things went their way at the end of that even the Charger game so while they're four and two while they had a very much had a chance to beat the Bills who we've uh, talked about right there with the Chiefs at the top of the AFC like they their, their record also could be a little bit worse kind of like it was last year um, but I, I you know at least Kansas City's defense I've we've seen some promising things they had they did a good job you know forcing uh, some turnovers against Buffalo and just overall uh, as we've talked about, they just look like a more sound unit at this point. And I, with what Andy Reid's able to do and what I think that offensive line, this is not the offensive line, obviously, of the, the Chiefs that was in the Super Bowl when they lost to the Bucks, but even the one where the Niners, uh, the last time these two teams faced off, where the Niners, you know, until the fourth quarter, were pretty much dominating up front and really had held that uh, amazing Kansas City offense in check. Um, but, you know, the Falcons maybe exposed some different things with uh, some of the tendencies of this defense, kept them off balance. Obviously, without Bosa, he's supposed to be back from what we're or at least the, uh, they're hoping he is for the Niners. That could make a big difference. I just think the Chiefs have, at this point, still enough of an advantage of where they are as a team. And, and the flip side, really, with what the, the defense um, 
uh, for or the offense, sorry, for the Niners has been able to not accomplish really. It's it's still been a struggle for them. The, the rush defense of the Chiefs compared to past years is better. They struggled you know, in the air, but they're 13th in defensive DVOA against the run. It's just not a great formula for what the Niners have done well um, in the early going. Maybe um, things will change a bit in this one. Uh, Trent Williams also likely back for San Francisco, but I just think the Chiefs are uh, a better team at this point, and the Niners, I won't be surprised if they win, but I, I just think there's some, I, I'm just a little more concerned about that matchup on that side where this Chiefs defense is not the unit of, of pass. I think they actually have a, a fairly solid defense that's starting to come together a bit. Yeah, this is, uh, like I said, the clear runaway pick, I think, for game of the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just considering the matchup on both sides of the ball for both teams. So, so yeah, it plays out, but both of us going with the Chiefs. All right, to our betting locks. And Dylan, I think I hit mine last week finally. You it did. seemed like it we were just we had really been needing one of those because <laughs> our betting locks this season have not been great. Uh, whereas I think last year we had a much better year with that. Not that not the case to this point. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go against kind of where my initial confidence started this season when I said, boy, I think the Lions are just getting better. I think they're getting a lot better, and they might be right there, you know, with a chance to do something this season. Well, they can't stop anybody. Of course, they're coming off the bye. Um, they just, their defense has not been good, as we know. Now they get a Cowboys team uh, who are seven-point favorites in Arlington um, who are likely getting Dak back and, you know, still played some pretty good football without him. Um, but I think with a touchdown in the pocket here, um, I just think the Cowboys will probably be able to score quite a bit against the Lions. And I also think the Lions will probably struggle a little bit offensively against this Cowboys defense. So for me, give me the touchdown uh, with the Cowboys here. Yeah, the Cowboys defense, as we know, has been dominant at at times in that Philly game struggled, but that partially is because of the turnovers uh, putting Philly in good positions in offense and it's just a really great uh, Philadelphia team overall uh, with an offensive line that yeah, as good as Detroit's has been Philadelphia arguably right there at the top of the league so I don't yeah the Cowboys aren't going to have the same kind of matchup issues there and it's really the flip side I think you see what the against defenses that have been fine or even middle of the uh, road um, how they've been able to throw the ball with Cooper Rush and you bring Dak back we've had guys beyond just CD stepping up in the passing game, think about Noah Brown and some of the other performers they've had. Other guys have stepped up on their line. Just overall, Dallas, uh, again, I, they are a tier below Philly, but I think they're with that defense and what they can do overall. They're still one of the, at this point, just given how everyone seems to be 3-3 three and three or close to it, um, Dallas feels like uh, still a contender in the NFC. They're just a much better team than Detroit at this point. I agree with you, definitely with uh, especially what we saw from Detroit the last time before their bye against New England getting shut out. Uh, I, I'd say that Dallas's defense is right there, if not better than New England's, probably better um, with some of the, the players they have and how they've performed so far this year. So that's just a bad, bad setup. Um, I may, it, you know, it is inside. It's not the same atmosphere as playing in New England, but I, I just like you also mentioned, I don't see them stopping Dallas. So uh, I, I think they'll definitely cover. It was probably if you hadn't made this pick, it might have been my lock instead. <laughs> Well, it's going to be – both of our picks are very similar in a sense um, in that yours is going to be the Bears the Patriots. Patriots are yep. seven-and-a-half-point favorites um, there in Foxborough, and, and it's it's based on the defense and what it could do to the opposing offense. And I think this is another one. I probably would have made this my second or third choice for my betting lock because I just think the Patriots' defense against this, against this Bears' offense, uh, you know, we saw what they did against the Lions, which – 
think the Lions offense is better than the Bears yeah. offense. Um, <laughs> and so that I think, you know, and it, and by the way, Dylan, I don't because we did do our episode on earlier in the week. But do you remember the discussion we had last week when we were talking about the Thursday night games? And yep. it, I think it was you said I said the exact. I think score. we're going to get it's like another. Team. Yeah, <laughs> you just said the wrong team, and I was thinking, no, Dylan, there's no way we can have another game where the winning team scores 12 points. You 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 put that on us. I just want to point that out. Like you were the one that put that into the universe, um, but. This one, I, I don't know. I don't think the Bears are scoring, you know, any more than that than they did last week because I think the Patriots' defense probably have a pretty good chance to take control here. So I like this pick uh, for your betting line. Yeah, and I, I thought even at, at times Bailey Zappi's looked fine with New England's offense. I don't, you know, Chicago still has a solid D, but I wouldn't say it's up there with the best in the league. It's right now 19th in DVOA, 27th against the against the run. That is a problem with Ramon J. Stevenson in this offensive line for New England. Um, I think the Patriots are, it's not just the other side that you mentioned. I do think that, uh, yeah, on that side, the Bears are going to struggle immensely to do anything against New England's defense, which has really started to come together. They have struggled a bit against the run, so maybe there is an open still if you have a david montgomery uh khalil herbert and these guys to get some fantasy points but they're gonna have to stick to the run as they have all year and i just i think with knowing bill belichick if you're one dimensional it's a problem and i i don't see many good things happening there and then yeah but on the flip side i do think new england's offense offers enough to at least be competent here to cover that seven and a half point spread so yeah this this is a pick that's less about um, the Patriots. Uh, it is to an extent, I think, again, their defense is has improved over the course of the year. Not a surprising thing that we've seen over the course of Belichick's uh, long tenure there with how these teams, especially going into late October, November, really start to come together. But especially here, man, the Bears are just – it's a rough watch on offense. And, I, yeah, that score should have known that it was going to go the other way, although the Bears should have. They had plenty of opportunities to win there at the end of the game against Washington. But – Man, hopefully we get a better Thursday night. Uh, I know we're not quite there, but hopefully we get a better Thursday night game coming up here because that was uh, that was a, wasn't fun. I, I I was flipping back and forth with the uh, forget if it was West Virginia. There was some college football game on. I was like, this is I'm gonna just have this on in the background at least see some uh, competent offense going on. <laughs> well, Dylan, what a segue! Because speaking of competent offenses, <laughs> you will not find that on one side here of this game that we're going to start with our upsets of the week and um last week i went to the the actually it was two weeks ago i went to the well of the new york jets beating the dolphins i think last week i went back to new york dylan to take the giants against the ravens yep this week i'm going back to new york again and i am going to take the giants with the utmost confidence to go on the road and play in denver against the denver broncos the Broncos are a one-point favorite in this game, and I will say this, and I said it earlier, I cannot think of a more frustrating football team to watch in the NFL in recent years, unless you're just a fan of a certain team. But if you are just a casual, general football fan, and you're watching the game, and you yeah. are watching the Denver Broncos play this season, I cannot imagine that outside of some of their defensive skills – and just the individual playmakers that they have on offense, the way this team is is run somehow, I just I can't even I don't even know what to say. Like it just it continues to boggle the mind week after week. And I, I mean, again, I, what's what's the Broncos? Are they two and are they two, two and, and four, four now? Yep. Two and four. 
they feel like they're 0 6. And <laughs> it's just, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Clearly, it's just not working. Uh, not, you know, look, they had, a, they had a chance to get the Chargers, all that, but I am taking the Jets here. I just think that the Broncos against this Jets defense, they're going to to have issues. Um, could the Broncos do some things against the Jets offense? Sure they can, but man, I just you want to talk about a team I have zero confidence in right now. That's that's the Broncos. And I know again they've won two games and I don't want to be like over dramatic here, but Dylan again, if you watch them play, um, I just I can't even imagine what Broncos fans are, are really thinking right now if you go deep inside their head at this point. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I can't imagine it either. I uh, we talked about this we talked about this team so much this whole offseason and our it was almost like not even a question that the offense would be better. It was like they're at least going to be elevated to a certain point. How high that was, there we we kind of debated whether it be if they could be a top 10 offense maybe more in the just the top half of the league, but that might be enough if the defense played at a high level. The defense has been be has exceeded expectations they are playing incredible keeping them in these games uh, they could easily be five and one uh with you look at their losses to seattle the loss of the chargers and then um I forget the other one the colts loss which oh gosh talk about the thursday night game but like those three games were right there because the defense kept them in it they're second in dvoa so far on that side of the ball they're i, I thought they'd be solid but they're better than i thought and if you combine that with where this offense is supposed to be that puts them right in there as a contender, probably the second best team in this division behind the Chiefs. Not clearly in the middle somewhere. Probably, I mean, they lost to the Chargers, but the Chargers haven't been exactly uh, the most uh, exhilarating team the last few weeks. So, man, it's again. I was I was joking about being a three and three league, but it really does feel like a lot of teams in the in the bottom half have played better this year. Teams in the top half that we expected to be at least have just played down below the level of football. Scoring's down across the league. It's not just defensive into, uh, uh, you know defenses that are making this happen and the strategy and the philosophy that we're seeing across the league change. It's also just sloppy football. And the Broncos are probably the, one of the teams that you have to point to. Um, as one of the biggest culprits here. So, yeah, uh, anyway, I know this isn't even about the game, but it's about Denver, and it's about also a team. Maybe we should more if, a more positive note. The 4-2 and two Jets have, you know, that game. Yes. Against, we talked about it last week going into that game. We, we picked the Packers, but we also said, like, this is an oppor- this is kind of a measuring stick game. We were sitting at 3-2, and two, had a, that big win against the Dolphins. What can we do against a team that has a, health, has a star quarterback in Aaron Rodgers against a defense that had played pretty well? And they emphatically won that game. I know they had a block punt touchdown, but um, they also had their own block punt. So yeah, I think the Jets are just a fun team to follow right now. Zach Wilson definitely looks better than he has been. And I think they have a, a defense that has started to, started to come together. I know the Packers have struggled against a lot of teams, but um, maybe this is the team we should be focusing on more. A team that could be, and we're picking, we're both picking, I'm picking the Jets as well, even if it's not my upset of the week, quote unquote. But I, I just trust them more, which is crazy to say. Uh, these two teams are right neck and neck in DVOA, but a huge special teams advantage for the Jets at third compared to uh, Denver at 28th. Uh, I still think the Jets have a, a solid enough uh, defense here that I just wonder what Denver's really going to do. Definitely a game I'm curious to watch. Probably more curious than I've been to watch some of the other Denver games recently. But uh, I just, it, it is a, a big moment here. If Denver wants to get back into the playoff race with some of the games they have left in their schedule, they need to win this probably. Um, whereas the Jets can really kind of separate themselves and be like, hey, we're actually going to be in this conversation for the long haul. There, it's a, It's a really important for both sides it's only week seven but you can see the the kind of direction of these two franchises or at least this season the direction of these franchises going in opposite directions based on what happens here 
Well, if you thought we were done talking about New York, we're not because <laughs> Dylan's going back to New York too uh, because it worked for me last week and the Giants are on the road in Jacksonville to play the Jags. Three-point favorites, Jacksonville here yep. in this game. Um, believe it or not, I'm not going back to the Giants here even though I did pick that one against the Ravens. I just, I don't know. To me, this feels like one of those games where they could slip up because I think the Jags are good enough um, even though, you know, they've been inconsistent uh, for sure this season. But home game here um i don't know i just i'm kind of leaning towards the jags i think this may be one again where giants coming off a huge win i i have not doubted them until i guess this point now uh but i there's just something about this matchup i don't love for the giants um and so i'm gonna i'm gonna pick the the jacks to win this one yeah given the, the way that these picks have gone this season usually when we disagree you're you come out on top so <laughs> i uh, i'm likely going to lose this i'm going yeah like you mentioned with the giants a team that unlike you i haven't been picking all year i've i've really yeah. picked against them almost in every i might have picked them in a couple early season games but definitely not last week uh definitely not some against the packers when i believe i had the packers as a betting lock and we saw that turned out uh the giants defense is still a concern overall for me they're 30th in dvoa it's they're they're at you know estimated wins are uh two under uh from football outsiders projections what they actually have at five and one it's at 2.7 that is at least from a quick glance easily the the biggest difference between how they actually how they've actually played and what their record indicates they've won a lot of really close games they've found a way to win and i think there is something to that but um i i think against jacksonville i did, it's just a team that i was really excited about we both were um early on and they've just kind of fallen back um and i still think they have a solid team that can in the in AFC South, it's still kind of up for grabs, obviously. I still think they can fight back into it, and winning this game will go a long way. Their defensive DVOA is still in the top 10 at 10th. Uh, the offense is just on the outside of the top 10. So they're a more complete team. All the advanced numbers that I usually look at and help base up my picks on would tell me to pick Jacksonville, and they are favored. They are ESPN football outside, or uh, sorry, ESPN, uh, their power index has the Jags as a 72% favorite here. I just think there is something that the Giants are doing. I think what Dable has inspired this team to do. They're out, they're maximizing the players they do have. And I just, after what Jacksonville did against the Colts last week, I do still have concerns about week to week what we're going to see from that team. Uh, so I'll go with the Giants here in a game that likely will come down to the wire either way with the way the Giants season has gone um, and even the Jags. And it's just a matter of who ultimately gets the win here. Yeah, I think that's um, this one could go either way. That that three points feels too high, but I guess again, whoever you pick to win, that's probably yeah. uh, the most likely scenario in that case. All right, to our quick picks we go, and uh, I think these will be quicker because there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of touchdown spreads here, as you'll see, is a theme. Uh, not the case in this one. The Saints at the Cardinals. Cardinals two point favorites uh, in this game in Phoenix. Um, I mean, Saints are banged up with injuries. We talked yeah. about that, especially on the, the offensive side. Um, and I think, you know, the Cardinals are coming off that loss to the Seahawks, but I still think there's enough there for the Cardinals um, with new wide receiver Robbie Anderson and the quickest um, frustration trade maybe <laughs> I've I've ever seen um, going from the Panthers to the Cardinals pretty quickly after being thrown off the sideline, essentially. I'm going to pick the Cardinals here in this one. I don't have a great feel for this game, but um, I just, you know, that's when you pick the home team. So, yeah, I'm picking the Cardinals here too. We, uh, yeah, not a big fan of them, obviously. I believe I'd pick the Saints to make the playoffs. If I could switch that, obviously I would at this point. They're, they are so banged up. They probably, they've had a couple games they could have uh, won here and there, even last week at times looked like they were in control against the Bengals before they came back there at the end. So, 
I just, I think we've talked about this a lot too, though. The splits with Kyler Murray with and without DeAndre Hopkins. He's coming back from a suspension this week. One of my leagues with deeper benches. I've been stashing him. Can't wait to put him on my in my starting lineup for this one. Uh, I, I don't know how quickly he'll be acclimated back into things, but I just think there's enough talent from what Kyler can do. I still think uh, at times he's able to make plays when he needs to in these kind of games. We, it's not, we're only two weeks off them at home almost beating the Eagles, right? So they have something within them beyond what we just saw in Seattle uh, and a pretty disappointing performance against an offense that, uh, you know, we luckily I'd picked with you, I believe, uh, changed my pick to Seattle right at the last second last week. But I think in this one, Arizona, short week with DeAndre Hopkins coming back, like you said, how banged up New Orleans is, I, I could see them having a pretty sloppy performance in Arizona taking advantage. All right, the uh, Falcons at the Bengals. The Bengals, six-point favorites in this one. I said it, Dylan, last week. Like, we, we picked against the Falcons, but we said this team has been in every game they played in. Yep. It was four points or less. They finally, you know, get a big win here in terms of just, you know, finding a way to get that victory in somewhat convincing fashion against the Niners. Now they go on the road against the Bengals. I'm telling you right now, the best bet all season long has been the Falcons plus four, no matter who they're playing. Yep. And this six points feels too high to me because I'm just like, the Falcons have found a way to keep every game interesting. And I'm even going to pick the Bengals, but I still think, again, if you're talking about one of the better bets of the week, I mean, that trend, I guess, has to stop at some point. But right now, I'm I'm riding the, the Falcons plus the points, no matter who they play at this point, because they have just proven that they're going to be right there in this game. So. I think so, too. I, I'm picking the Bengals. I don't feel great about it. These teams are neck and neck in DVOA, uh, kind of split up, though, where, where Atlanta's stronger on offense, Cincinnati on defense so far. But we just see, that, again, it's kind of the reason we when we talked about that Saints-Cincinnati game last week. There were some question marks, but at the end of the day, you look at the skill position guys and what Burrow could do in crunch time, and we saw it with the, the long touchdown to Jamar Chase. I still have concerns about Atlanta's defense even after that game against San Francisco. I just don't think San Francisco's offense is better is as well equipped to take advantage of their weaknesses like what we see from Cincinnati. So that's why I'm picking them at home as well. If this game was in Atlanta, I may have picked, made it an upset pick. Um, we've seen the, the Falcons play really well at home. We've seen them play well against everyone. So I do think, like, to your point, uh, I would the six-point spread is a little disrespectful in my mind. I, I don't know. Cincinnati's been better. You know, we mentioned early on they're better than what the record indicated, and they've They've worked their way up to here to three and three, and um, and it, it, it's, I believe they're tied with the Ravens for this division lead at this point. Um, but I, yeah, I just Atlanta. I still have the questions about the defense. I think, and I think they've played a little better on offense than what I expect them to stay out over the course of the year. Um, I, they've run the ball very well, so that I mean, it is a that is a concern. Cincinnati's rush defense isn't as good as their pass defense over the course of the year so far. Sixteenth and run. Defense DVOA eighth and run or a pass defense DVOA, so it's going to be close. I, I like you said, the, the surer pick would be just that the Falcons are going to cover, and like you even mentioned, even under plus four if you get, you get the better odds there. Um, but I'll go with Cincinnati to eke one out, probably by field goal would be my bet. All right, and then we have to talk about this next game: the Colts <laughs> at the Titans. Uh, I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, the Titans are two and a half point favorites um, in Nashville, and. Yeah, I mean, look, the Colts, I mean, you know, it hasn't been pretty at times. We know that. But, look, give them credit. They found a way to win that game last yep. week. And, you know, the Titans are are coming off of, you know, a nice bye. And these two teams played, it feels like, what, just three weeks ago. Um, Titans won in Indianapolis 24-17. Got off to a good start there, I think, in that game. Um, 
uh, yeah, I just think the Titans coming off the bye, probably the better choice here. But, again, I think the Colts have they found a little momentum here. Um, you know, it hasn't been the prettiest at times in these Broncos or Jags games, but um, this is still a team that they can be frustrating too at times, but, you know, they, they're finding a way to win some of these games. So I would expect another AFC South um, showdown here between these two teams, which usually finds a way to get interesting somehow. Yeah, Colts fans listening to this were probably like, did you forget about us, like you mentioned, in terms of the frustration for what they thought their offense would be able to do with Matt Ryan. And it's still the second-worst offensive DVOA in the league, despite what they put up against Jacksonville a week ago. Defense has played better and has looked solid at times and forced turnovers. And I I do think there is something for what Indianapolis, at least they've been able to scratch and claw to get to that 3-2-1 record. You feel like they should be 4-2 if they... Just don't miss. I believe it was still in Blankenship was the kicker in Week One, missed the field goal that would have uh, uh, not had that be a tie against the Texans. So if they, you know, this is really a four and two and a three and two Titans team. Titans obviously started slow, have worked their way back up. Not surprised. We kind of thought they'd be in the mix here, and they just. I, I know I picked the Tennessee to win the last time. I just they have, and I'm going to pick them again. Obviously here with the Titans winning. I just think that they have the Colts number to an extent with the way they've played the last few years. Um, I just think they're it's just a better football team. I wouldn't say Tennessee is great, but I think they're uh, at least maybe a little behind Indy on the defensive side of the ball, but not by a lot. It's the other side where I think Tennessee does enough good things. We've seen a kind of resurgence from Derrick Henry looking more like his old self the last few games they have. Now he's coming off fresh off this bye week. I think all that combined, Tennessee's the pick, but not a, uh, not. I mean, it could be a, a field goal game either way. Um, I still think Tennessee, though, is just the better team, so I'm going to go with them here. Packers at Commanders. Uh, Packers, five-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Of course, one of the stories, um, well, Packers losing home to the Jets and yeah. um, not looking great in, in the process. Also, the Commanders are going to be without Carson Wentz for a while. Taylor Heineke uh, officially back in the mix there, so... Um, Confidence in the Packers has certainly dropped at this point, Dylan. But yeah. um, I, I still think they're the better team here. But, um, yeah, they they are not a team I'll be having any betting locks on anytime soon, that's for sure. Nope, giving up that uh, with them. I'm picking them to win here. But this, I mean, already there are kind of panic button has been pushed to an extent in Green Bay. If they lose this game, it's going to go nuclear. Because, I mean, they looked at that schedule of, the, you know, with the Giants, Jets, Washington stretch and felt like, all right, this is where we could separate ourselves. Instead, they've lost the first two of those. They can't lose this one also. Uh, Washington's defense has been uh, better. Uh, they're fifth in rush defense DVOA. It's not a great matchup for what Green Bay's done on offense uh, to this point where, you know, they've kind of relied on the running game to lead them. So I do have concerns about, yeah, the spread, you know, five and a half, I get it. But... Who knows what we'll see from maybe Washington's offense will have something else. Uh, maybe with is it it's Heineke for sure is the is going to be the starter I think. So, boy, I, I maybe they'll bring a different element with him that um, I you know at times has looked fine in, in his short um, brief, uh, brief stint there with the with the Commanders and I I'm still going to pick the Packers. But man, I I was tempted looking at this to be like just go with Washington. They found a way to beat the Bears. I still think they're a pretty bad team overall i think they're i don't want to put them anywhere close to the level of even what the jets have for example been able to do or obviously the giants so um i'll go with green bay finding a way to win and maybe it's a get right game but i still think overall as we talk about the packers i still think they have a lot of question marks um they and they're after this or two of their next three games are against the bills and cowboys it's not going to be easy to get the eagles not too far after that it's uh it's an interesting time for a green bay fan base that hasn't been used to this level of 
especially on offense, mediocre play. Um, they've just really it's been it's been tough, like you said, to, to watch them. And the defense is all the way 24th in DVOA. It's not like they've been dominant there. Their estimated record uh, win total from Football Outsiders is two, uh, so they already topped that. It's uh, it, it's not pretty for them. I will say that, but I think they they have to be the pick over Washington at least this week. Well, if you want to know the state of the Carolina Panthers, the Bucks are 11-point favorites on the road against <laughs> yep. the Panthers. And remember, <laughs> this is the Bucks coming off of – weren't they double-digit favorites, Dylan, or was it nine? I don't remember what the Close number was. Close to it, yeah, eight it and a half high. or nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight and a half or nine um, against the Steelers. And, well, that didn't turn out well. But yet they are still 11-point favorites here on the road against the Panthers. Again, that kind of shows you where the Panthers are at. Um, as we said, just traded Robbie Anderson. Um just everything is a mess. I guess Sam Darnold is coming off of IR. I don't know exactly what that means just yet. Um, I don't think he's supposed to play this week, though. But, I, I mean, I think it's going to be P.J. Walker. So, again, I mean, look, I'm going to pick the Bucks, but I'm, I'm not to the point of, like, even against the Panthers, like feeling great about the Bucks by double digits against uh, maybe anyone at this very moment. But, um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Bucks obviously, in this game. Yeah, I'm picking the Bucks too. Uh, they've, you know, they put up some points in some previous games. The Pittsburgh one, I don't know if we can expect them against a Carolina defense that's been fine, but overall by the end of the game you saw the deficiencies against the Rams and how they were able to slow them down and finally figured out some things and got those two touchdown drives to put it away. Uh, it's the other side where I, I feel like I still would, if I had to pick this game one way or the other on the spread, I would pick Tampa, and it's because of Carolina's offense. They put up three points. They had, yeah. they had a pick six that uh, on a bobbled pass, and it could have been illegal. Con- like, there's, you know, they they just looked abysmal on that side of the ball, and if if, it, if it's not McCaffrey doing something, there's just nothing else for them to be done. Uh, they're, they're last in offensive DVOA. They're the la- last place team overall in DVOA. They're expected to stay there from Football Outsiders' Dave projection model. So, yeah, they're 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 one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Tampa Bay, despite their record, probably a bit, should be a bit better than 3-3. Three and three. Uh, They're just continuing with all these teams that feel like they're kind of in the middle of the pack when they shouldn't be. But I think Tampa Bay has to be a pick here. Um, I think their offense will have a better performance. And I, do, I think if, if I had, again, to pick one way or the other, I'd pick them to cover. The Browns at the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, six-point favorites at home. There in this one, um, Browns coming off of a oof, not a great performance against the Patriots, to say the least. Uh, Ravens, again, coming off that loss against the Giants. To me, Dylan, this feels, feels like a, a nice bounce-back uh, game here for the Ravens against the Browns team that I just don't really think is going a whole lot of anywhere at the moment. Yeah, frustrated fan base in in Baltimore, well, in Cleveland too, but in Baltimore, um, not in the same way Denver is. Unlike Denver, where it's just you're desperate and it's been just depressing at, at times to watch what they've done. Baltimore, it's like, how are we three and three with how you know how good they've been and. It takes uh, a, a pretty bad interception from uh, Lamar Jackson at the end of that game against the Giants to put the Giants in position to take back the lead um, against them. They looked like they were in control for large portions of the game. They just have not been able to finish. It's been it's a consistent problem. It was a consistent problem before this last game um, against the against the Giants. They're still third in overall DVOA. I think their defense is going to be better than where it's at 16th over the course of the year. Uh, offense is still towards the top of the league, and, and that's not saying much given how offense is down overall. But I, yeah, I'm picking them to win because Cleveland just that you know, for all the things that I've, I, I think I said this last week. We picked, I picked the Browns. I think we both did to beat the Patriots. But we also, I also said 
like I won't be shocked if we come in next week and New England puts a beat down on them. It's exactly what happened. Um, and there's the worst that Brissett has looked. Uh, their defense has just been – there's been holes in, uh, that have been unplugged throughout the whole season. Um, and I, I just really worry that the Ravens are going to make it have a kind of a statement game, like, you're, like get back on track and put up a bunch of points in this one. And I don't trust Cleveland's offense. Maybe they'll keep it closer because of, you know, their ability to run the football and at times how we've seen uh, – the Ravens struggle there. Again, the Ravens haven't been great overall in defense, 24th in rush defense DVOA. So maybe there's a little bit of a matchup thing here where Cleveland keep, keep it closer. I just don't really trust Cleveland's defense to slow down Baltimore in this one. I think Baltimore will, after what happened last week, feel like they need to make a statement in this game. All right, here's another touchdown uh, closer. This one is a touchdown. The others, we said, six, five and a half, ones like that. But Texans at the Raiders. So the Raiders, seven-point favorites in Vegas. Um I never really considered this as a betting lock because I think the Texans are kind of one of those teams that you don't feel like, you know, maybe necessarily going to win a lot of these kind of games, but maybe good enough to to keep them close at times. Of course, they're coming off the um, – what was the game? They, they had the bye. Before, yeah, they, they had the, the bye Chiefs. before that to beat the Jags in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. the Texans, yeah, um, yeah. So the Texans, yeah. So that's the one I was thinking of. And, of course, the Raiders, like you said, that game against the Chiefs. Um yeah, I I mean, I'm picking the Raiders here. I don't know if maybe I'm making too much of an argument for the Texans, but they feel like another one of those teams that's probably just going to be right there, Dylan, you know, in a lot of these games, but maybe still just don't have the complete roster uh, to win these kind of games. No, I think the, the Raiders, as we've talked about, have underperformed for what their record indicates, unlike a lot of teams where I feel like they – have overperformed. Uh, this is a Raider team that is almost expected to have two more wins. They're really close to expected three and three record at this point. And they, I, given what they did against Kansas City, given what we saw, where they really sh- had a 99.9 win probability against Cardinals for a long time in that one, uh, they're a much better football team than Houston. Yes, they could have a letdown game, but I don't see it happening at home in this one, um, even if it was in Houston. Uh, I think Vegas just has enough there, and I don't know if uh, Houston has enough on the other side to really take advantage of their deficiencies that I still think believe are there on defense. They could have a letdown game after what they what happened in, in Kansas City, feeling like they let one get away that would have been huge for their playoff chances for getting back into the not you know it might be tough for them to have imagined getting back into the race in that division, but at least in the postseason race. Uh, they have to win this one if they really have to win this one if they want to stick uh, and have a chance. And it, it is so wide open with all the teams kind of having, uh, you know, middle of the pack kind of three and three type records. So uh, I'll pick Vegas in a game that if they lose, then I'll then I'll start having some questions. But I think they're a better football team uh, than what they've shown overall. And I think they'll uh, show that in this one. I think I, I would pick them to cover this game if I had to go against the spread. All right, a team you're not going to pick to cover, I feel like. The Seahawks no. are at the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers, six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Uh, you you saw it. I almost – I originally picked the Seahawks before we made our official picks. Um, I really thought long and hard about this one because you talk about a frustration. And like I said, it goes back to the Broncos. I'm sorry. But um, that Chargers-Broncos game, frustrating. And the Chargers also seem like a team that management at times um, – I don't know that it's the the best, to say the least, uh, in terms of the in-game management there um, with the Chargers. But I'm going to pick them here, Dylan, but I'll tell you right now. You know, I I go back several years ago. I said I picked the Cowboys to make the NFC Championship game, I think. Um, That didn't work out. I think it was the injury, wasn't it, that that derailed that. 
I picked the Chargers to make the Super Bowl, and I have never wanted to hit the reverse button, um, rewind as as much as this, because there is no way this team and the way – I'm not saying they're not talented enough, but I just think that, again, you want to talk about frustration. Um, they, they can be frustrating to watch right now, and I think they win this game, but that six and a half points, no thanks. Very inconsistent. Um, I, you know, you see what they – uh, it's not exactly the same as what the Raiders did, but they really felt like they could have also beaten the Chiefs uh, in their earlier Thursday night game, probably the best yeah. Thursday night game we've gotten so far. Um, that, but then you see the performance against the Jaguars. You see even like last week, like you said, it's just a confounding team to see some of the talent they have on offense and how it's been utilized in the early going. Um, Keenan Allen expected to be back. I do think that we have seen at times Herbert look to him on third downs, and maybe this will help their efficiency there. I still think they're a better football team than what they've shown, so I'm picking them here. I, I still think overall Seattle, maybe not a top 10 DVOA team by the by the finish of the year, maybe more in the middle of the pack. They're still better than uh, we anticipated going in. I, I don't feel good about picking the Chargers here. Like you said, I would pick for sure the Jag- or Seattle to cover and i'd honestly just even look at the just picking them to, to win straight up given what the odds might be so um i'm picking the chargers again but i'm really this is one that feels like we're going to come back and look at it and be like what are we even thinking given what we've seen so far um i just think the chargers have again more in the tank than what we've seen um and maybe this is a little it just it does feel like that like some of these games they've played at home not necessarily the jacksonville game but even like against denver there's a lot of denver fans there's gonna be a lot of seattle there's a lot of seattle fans in la already uh there'll be a lot probably coming out to this game um and it, rather than trying to go to whenever the rams host seattle so yeah uh i i think there there's a level of just a complacency we've seen with the chargers at home at times I'm so close to even trying to, even though I've already said I'm picking the Chargers, I just have, as you can tell, I'm very strugg- yeah. much struggling just trying to imagine the world where uh, the Chargers cover. So if anything that you can take away from whatever I've said right here, it is to bet against the Chargers, um, well, at least yeah. to not cover the spread. There you go. Um, I don't think that's a bad decision at all at this point. Um, yeah, it's just, again, that, I don't know what it is. It seems like we've had a lot of primetime games this year, mostly the Thursday night games, but these primetime games at times have just been frustrating to watch, and that was another one with the the Broncos um, and the Chargers. All right, we will uh, wrap it up here with uh, this one. That's the Steelers at the Dolphins. Dolphins, seven-point favorites uh, at home here against the Steelers. Like I said, a lot of six-point, seven-point spreads here. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's one that's kind of interesting to think about. But Tua should be back. At least that's the expectation. Um, so I think with Tua back, all his weapons, Dolphins' defense has certainly not been, I don't think, stellar by any means, Dylan. Uh, but this feels like a decent spot for them against um, Kenny Pickett and company there. Um, I guess, though, is Pickett, what's the situation there with Pickett? I'm trying to remember what. He, he, got um, a, he had a concussion, right, or at least was taken into the protocol. Yeah, I was going to say. It looks like he's health-permitting he's going to start. That's what okay. – um, and it looks like he yeah. practiced fully today. We're recording Wednesday. So he practiced fully today. So well, it looks like listen, he'll be gone. Either, either way, I think yeah. no matter who the quarterback is, um, you're probably still leaning the Dolphins here, and that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, I think two is back. Of course, that's going to be a storyline to watch, um, kind of see what his performance is like. But I just think the Dolphins are probably set up better to, to win this game. That seven feels a little high to me, but um, I just think the Dolphins are the better pick. 
Yeah, I'm picking the Dolphins too. I It is a little high given what we've seen from Miami. Their defense hasn't been dominant by any means. They looked pretty good for large portions of that game against Minnesota. It did slow down an offense attack that has uh, been solid enough this year given how offense is down. They've, they haven't, they've looked kind of like they had, they had a year ago. So um, just a little bit different outcomes in terms of their one-score games. Obviously the Vikings on the bye, but I – it's just a Steelers. It's a weird game to, with what I feel like that game win against Tampa was as much about the problems with what the Bucks have struggled with on offense and their identity. They're 30th in a run offense DVOA. The Dolphins are more towards the middle of the pack. I think they'll have enough balance. I think there'll be enough things going on that side. And still, the, the Steeler offense hasn't really taken advantage of uh, some of the opportunities they've had over the course of this uh, early season so far. Um, and even against maybe against Miami they can get a little more going. I think that spread is a bit high. If this game was in Pittsburgh, even if the Dolphins were favored by, say, like four points, I probably would pick Pittsburgh. But I think partially, too, it is going there into – I know they're not going to have to deal with the same um, – right, is, is this not the Sunday night game? I'm not – if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're not going to have yeah, to deal with Sunday the – yep. They're not going to have to deal with the um, – how they've the bench set up as you know in miami how they have the road bench very much right in the sun and they're positioned right underneath the shade so they won't have that advantage um in this one but i still think the dolphins are a better team they've, they've lost a couple games without tua i think as long as Tua's hopefully he's fully healthy and actually everything's good to go there we've we've seen when he's been on the field what this team can do and how how strong they looked in early going so i think that we're relying on that to that we feel like we're still going to get that dolphins team not necessarily the one that lost got blown up by the jets and uh, struggled to move the ball against minnesota yep we will see uh what happens there in that one but an interesting slate like we said not not the best if you just compare um point spreads here for a lot of these games but um We'll see what happens uh, with some of these here in week seven. But, of course, Dylan, it's all covered over clutch points, uh, everything that everyone needs to get ready for the week seven here, as well as uh, the NBA is getting started, as we know. Season has officially begun, um, and you and I, Dylan, we're just going to ignore the fact that the the Major League Baseball playoffs are still going on. From what I understand, the season is over, so I I don't even know if there is still baseball being played at the moment. But if there is, let everybody know where they can find that stuff. Yeah, from a Dodger fan's point of view, these might be four of the worst teams outside of if the Giants were in it instead of the Phillies that you can imagine. But um, you can follow all those uh, those supposed baseball games that are still happening in the Clutch Points yeah. app. You can follow NFL games in the Clutch Points app, uh, as well as the NBA season, as you mentioned, that just started. We have a lot of coverage of predictions for all these games, all the injury updates, news coverage of all the NFL games as we're approaching them. We'll have betting previews the day of or at least the day before. Uh, tons of stuff. Stardom, Sidum recommendations for fantasy football. If you search fantasy um, on the on the homepage of ClutchPoints.com, you can find that there. Tons of tons of good stuff, and hopefully, hopefully, I have a better. I think I went somehow went seven. I believe at one point last week in my picks, I was three and seven. Ended up going seven and seven. So hopefully, I have a little bit more rec- uh, uh, luck here. I think we only have one game we disagreed on this week, so maybe I, I just need to keep sticking with you, given your advantage with those so far. <laughs> yep, we will see if uh, that is the case. But uh, check everything out there at Clutch Points. And as always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass. Thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast. <laughs>